episode of Mr. Badger Talks to a Scum, and I'm here with a very close friend of mine. It's Barry Scott. How are you, Barry? Sorry. <laughs> yeah, you've got you've got quite a high pitched voice. You, you look and sound different than you do on the adverts for that cleaning stuff. You know. Oh, that's probably because I've been drinking it. You've been drinking clip bang. Yes. Oh dear. <laughs> what you can get your hang- hands on in lockdown, you know. I'm drinking, I, I don't know what, it's meant to be orange juice. Oh, it's gone invisible because of my background. It's meant to be orange juice, but it's quite red, which is why it's gone invisible. But I don't know what it is. It's tasty. I've got iron brew. Iron brew? Oh, you're yeah. on the hard stuff. Yes, extra. That's what Scottish people drink, isn't it? And they're all insane. Yeah, it's the same colour as uh, Nicola Sturgeon's hair. <laughs> yes, it is. Which hair, though? Mm. <laughs> I've got a feeling downstairs it's a bit more grey and a bit musky. Oh, we're all there. <laughs> yeah, yeah this, it's the woman of, a, a woman of a certain age issue, isn't it? Or badger of a certain age as well. I, I, all my pubes have come out because of the burns, you know. Oh, I hope you feel better. No, I, don't, I feel terrible. It's disgusting. There's all bed sores and everything down there. Well, you should move around a bit more. <laughs> well, I, I should. It's the arthritis. I've got, I've got osteoarthritis of, of uh, all four of my hips. So it's, it's not great. Uh, so we're here today. You're, you're going to be educating me on the world of is it, it poo trees or something? Oh, um, poetry. Po- poo- poo- tree. Poo- yeah. a, sp- a special tree you uh, you poo from. Yes. <laughs> ah, okay. And then you have to write write a, a poem about it. What what what's a poem? A poem is a what it's a collection of words that you say, and when you say that, people think, "What a pretentious person." It's a, it's a great way of sort of like sorting out friends. Is it like an intellectual thing? Well, no, I do it. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. But are your poems all about women from Ealing? Women from Ealing? Yes. Oh, I think you're thinking of limericks. Ah, well, it, what's the difference between a, 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 a poetry and a limerick? Uh, one of them is a town in Ireland. Yes. And the other one is a collection of words. Okay. Hang on. No, they're both collections of words, but some of them are all Irish. Yeah, because poems, they don't even have to rhyme, do they? No, but they are better, I think, if they do, because that shows that you actually know what a rhyme is and people laugh when when it rhymes properly. I've, um, I tried to write a poem about you today. Yeah. Nothing rhymes with badger. Tadger? No, thank you. No. I, I wrote a poem once and I got kicked off stage. They said it was disgusting. What poem was this? I said, I saw a beautiful woman and I thought I'd take a punt. So I went up to her and asked her if she'd show me her. Yeah. Yeah. Is this is this like a poem or just something that actually, you actually did? A bit of both, to be fair. 
I, I, I did have the ankle tag on as well, so I think that scared them off. Like, for some reason, me asking to see is like a warning flag to people, I think. Why would that be? You're a children's entertainer. This is it, you know, I'm innocent. I've never, I've never been caught, have I? So that's all that matters. But maybe if, it, if you were wearing like an ankle tag, she might have thought that you just had dubious 70s associations like other kinds of defunct fashion jewellery. I, I, I pretend it's a Fitbit. <laughs> I, I, I put it on and I count how many steps I've taken away from the school because it lets me know when I've done 20 metres. <laughs> yeah. So, do, do you do those sorts of poems? Do you do poems about, uh, like, you know, kids and that? Um, not really, because I don't know anything about them. No, you don't know anything about kids? No, 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 no nothing about kids. Oh, you're a mongoloid! Oh, beautiful! <laughs> I, I didn't realise you were, you were simple of the mind. Oh, this is what happens when you're actually not a genius. It's like the human concerns of every day just pass me by. I know nothing of these things. No. But what what do you concern yourself with then? Oh, thinking. Just thinking. Thinking? Yeah. About how to impersonate Madonna on a podcast with your little... Your Tesco aisle number four, please. Thing. Yeah. I think if I was going to impersonate Madonna on a podcast, I would just put on a conical bra. Yeah. Is, is that like what's needed? Or is it like... Yeah, I think then, because especially if it's an audio podcast, people can then just imagine that I'm wearing the bra and I wouldn't actually have to do it. Another way to do it would be you could just steal some black babies. Yeah. <laughs> Although that they might be your Angelina Jolie. It could go either way. Yeah. Uh, Angelina Jolie's the good one. Um, but it's she... this is children again. It's like I, have, I have no interest in children. No. None whatsoever. I'm yeah. very interested in children. Uh, they, but they are silly. Now, you can, you, can, I... you can scare that out of them. Yeah, but how do you, how do you make them very serious give them a traumatic event a traumatic event and then they can write a, a poem about it yes yeah some of my old victims i mean some of the, the people that i used to look after have uh, gone on to have very successful careers because of the nightmares that i've given them nightmares oh that's uh nightmares of course they, they are the the inspiration so would you say that your creative uh, bent is for I'm not authentic. bent. I'm a straight badger. I, I tried it a few times and it was quite nice, but uh, that's that's by the by. These things, unlike yourself, are not black and white, are they? No. You can enjoy a penis. It doesn't mean you're gay. Right. Would you like? Would you like a, a poem? Yes, please. Can, can I pick the subject matter? Right, okay, I might have to make it up on the spot then, but yeah, go on. Can you make one about marzipan? Can you, uh, a poem about marzipan, okay. Right. Uh, 
No, not not marzipan. Sorry. Um, what's the one that's like it? David Tennant. That's it. David Tennant. Yes. He likes marzipan. It does he? No, sorry, no. He played De- Doctor Who. That's it. That's it. Yeah. I've got my Tardis behind me. R- retardis. Yeah, I've got my Retardis behind me. Yeah. That sends mongoloid children into different dimensions. Yes, and then they can find marzipan. Marzipan is like one of those very rare um, substances, isn't it? Popular at Christmas. Is it though? It gets it gets all over little kids' faces at Christmas, much like Mr. Badger. But isn't it usually wrapped around the kind of cake that that children reject? Much like Mr. Badger. What you want is a Yule log. A Yule log? Yeah. Does that bring us back to this poo tree again? Hmm. Yeah. What is a Yule log? Okay, so if you eat enough of it, you'll log. Yes, you'll log. Hmm. Yeah. And we're not talking about your Canadian let's go cut some trees down type of stuff. We're talking about feces. Yeah, and they generally resemble that. Yeah. But yeah. But they're very, they're delicious. It's, it's like a, it's, it, it's chocolatey goodness, isn't it? It's not Nutella, usually. That's the only only kind of chocolate that's actually good for you. Nutella's good for you? Yeah, they say on all of the adverts. Yeah, but they also used like, to say that cigarettes were good for you. Yeah, but you could get not necessarily the chocolate ones. The chocolate ones are fine. Chocolate cigarettes. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember uh, the chocolate cigarettes in the seventies? We we did yes, but uh, I, I don't think they're good for you. I think as time has gone by, they, we found out that chocolate is indeed a cause of diabetes. Is it? Yeah. Oh. oh. I was going to say the one thing I found out when from when I, when I grew up is that those chocolate cigarettes are not that good for you because even though we ate the paper thinking it was rice paper it wasn't it was actual just normal paper. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So yeah, there is that. Yeah. Don't, kids, if there's any kids listening to this podcast and you shouldn't be really, don't eat paper. I mean it won't do you any good but it is bleached. Bleach. Don't eat bleach or paper. Mm. Says Barry Scott from Clipbang. Bang and your kitchen's <laughs> gone. Yes. Bang and your taste buds have been dissolved by bleach. So <laughs> we're we're gonna have a quick poem off you. What what's the the poem about, Barry? Uh, this is a poem about uh, my grooming routine. Oh yes, yes, I like grooming. Yeah, because I've got lots of, you know, long hair. Um, I like having long hair because I think it makes me look like a princess. Yeah. Yeah, like uh, Kate Middleton. Kate Middleton? What's yeah. a Kate Middleton? Um, she's a real princess. It really is a real princess. You can't say that she's a commoner and that she's not a real princess. She's a real princess, and not just because she's got a massive head and a tiny waist like the ones on Disney. Is it because but somebody's yeah. going to kill her in Paris? 
she wasn't in Emily in Paris, but that's the only reason I think that anyone should kill anybody in Paris is because of that show. Never even heard of this. What is it? Oh, um, an American goes to Paris and she's Phil Collins's daughter and she's a bit of a slag. Okay. But she's on Instagram, so it's all right. So Phil Collins's whore daughter, his whore goes to Paris yeah. and fills a minge with, with stuff and she's famous because of this. Yes. I oh. must visit Paris. Mainly doing it while eating a pan au chocolat. <laughs> a pan au chocolat, which is bad for you, as we've just discovered. It's, Does... not, it, it, it's like actual bread with um, sugar in it and it contains um, an extra long, an extra wide uh, chocolate cigarette. Yes, yes, and you dip it in bleach before eating it. Yeah. <laughs> so my poem is about my, my grooming routine. Okay. It's called, it's called Swan. Swan. Yeah. She's full of grace, like a swan. She can break your arm, like a swan. She hasn't shaved. Swan Vesta. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> swan Vesta. Oh, um, it's because of the, the Vestal Virgins. They were, um, you know, these keepers of the temple in Rome and they didn't shave. That, this is a bit highbrow for Mr. Badger. Like, uh, the only thing I know about Rome is the, the TV series where they were all banging each other. Much like in Paris. Yes. Did Phil Collins' daughter go to Rome? Probably. She's probably been everywhere, hasn't she, the dirty cow? I reckon I she's even let <laughs> And you know what they're like. No. Are they like children? No. No, because children don't... Yeah. And I, I, the other thing is as well, you can trust me because I've got absolutely no vested interest in children. No. You have no vested interest in children. No. But what if you wore a vest? That's a good point. What if I wore a vest? Would I all of a sudden be interested? I mean, I, I think maybe that's what's lacking with me because I don't wear vests. Yes. That's why I've got no interest in children. There we go. Well, I'm going to take a quick break now. We're going to have like a five minute break, but I can go on. Uh, well, I don't know. If the police will let me get through any bloody internet barriers, I'll try and get onto Amazon and I'll I'll order a pair of vests. What what colour do you want? Uh, um, have they got that kind of off-white colour? You can say like, brown, um, that's fine. It's not brown, is it? It's like it's, it, it's like it was white, but um, it's got like a yellowy tinge to it. Michael Jackson. Yeah. So then, what I did was I, I just uh, put it in the back garden, put some soil over the top, and some lime, and nobody could find it anymore. So I think that's it. I've got away with it, really. Yeah. Yeah. But you've never done that yourself. Um, no, 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 I, I've, I think I did a time capsule at school, but I don't know where they put it. 
no, no, that's it. Well, you call it a time capsule, you know, I, I, I tend to think that no matter what name you give it, it's still illegal. Uh, we're here for part two of Mr. Badger Talks to Utter Scum with uh, Barry Scott, the inventor of Clipbang. And Barry, uh, we're going to be doing a lot more poetry in this half because you, you're going to be trying to educate me via uh, some... some uh, what, what sort of poetry are you going to go for first? Because you've already said you don't like the, get, getting your limbs licked or whatever it was. Yeah. Um... Uh... Maybe a villanelle or something? I don't know. That's what I've got. Is uh, that what you put on chips with salt? Yeah. Now that's uh, that's mayonnaise, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I got one here about um, my name. Barry Scott. Long. Barry Scott. Yeah. You okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. It, it goes. What's in a name? That which we call a rose would sound chuffing stupid as a Darren. Here, sniff my Darren. And do you suppose we get much fragrant imagery from a Tracy or a Sharon? I'm neither of those, but a black country lass knows just how propitious it is to not have a moniker vulgar and crass like one of the fat slags from Viz. Except when they found themselves blessed with me, did Mater and Pater plump for names Noble or French? Did they muse on Petronella or, or Chaucerian Emily? Was Fion not the appellation for a black country wench? Was Camilla too horsey? Augusta too Byronic? Thomasina too feline? Georgina too drab? Yet without malice of forethought or intention ironic, they settled on Donna, as in kebab. <laughs> It's Italian for a lady, according to my mom, and for that reason, a good name to choose. Has she seen any examples? Because I know I've seen some. On the doors of Bella Italia's Luz. Is Donna a name that augurs success in the most auspicious of vocations? Can they be high court judges or masters of chess? Do they rise above their stations? Or are Donna's all hairdressers, air hostesses, nail artists, and masseuses, lap dancing babes with tits like hard dough and no excuses, airheaded, bimbets and bad actresses in Beverly Hills 90210. <laughs> Do they down pints of Lambrini in the working men's club? Yes. Do they belch, smoke and swear like a navvy? Their midriffs all marbled with Saint-Tropez rub. Are they all just a little bit chavvy? Mater and Pater have said they are sad I am unhappy with their choice of name because they named me Donna after Donald, my dad. A bit of hard luck there for my brother James. But what's in a kebab? No one knows. But would a rotating greasy table leg of coronary inducing gristle by any other name smell as sweet? I'll not envy the Philippas, Albertas and Janes because I've um, for them, the pims and salad days, but I've got slightly more to offer, like chili sauce and meat. Is that is a lot of those uh, definitions of Donna born of actual real life Barry Scott experiences? Yeah, um, I was not surprised to find my name in the little book of Chav. Yeah. When it came out, uh, you, you have confused me with a few things there. Number one, you keep calling yourself Donna. 
Yeah. It's short for Barry. Ah, I see! No, that makes sense. Yeah. Second of all, um, I don't know how to break it to you, but you're, you're white. Barry White. Yeah, you are Barry White. You, you, you keep on referring to yourself as um, a black country lass. Oh. <laughs> um, well, I also sing love songs. Okay, but I think that doesn't. I think singing love songs doesn't change the colour of your skin. What? Why do you call yourself a black country lass? Oh, the the black country is a region of uh, England that was so named because um, it had a sort of a, a layer of uh, coal um, running through it. Um, you know, people dug for the coal, and they it they burned the coal, and it turned the sky black. Oh, I see. So you lived in like uh, what's it called, Mordor or something? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Have you have you escaped from Mordor? Yes. Uh, I now live in Northampton, which Northampton. is uh, Alan Moore country. Yeah. It's very picturesque, isn't it, Northampton? It's a lovely place. Oh, I like it. Yeah, it's 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 got good links to places where you won't get stabbed. Yeah, uh, it's also like was advertised in the 1980s by the council as being 60 miles by road or rail from London. So they basically said the best thing about Northampton is it, it's near London. But yeah, so you you can go to London. Yeah. But you don't have to put up with the bastards 24-7. Indeed. If I go to... Better not... Well, things are going to fall out. It's one of the books I'm in. You're in a book? book? I'm in loads of books. These are my books. I can't read. No, I've got a book here called Shoe Ships and Cadavers. I, I, my, my friend Phil Carr had got a, a lovely thing about that saying, do you reckon necrophiliacs invented the word cadaver? Because they just look at corpses and go cadaver. <laughs> yeah, that's a shout out for Phil Carr, who I will tag in this. <laughs> well, he's very good, Phil Carr. I, I like Phil. He's a nice man, and yeah. he helps me round up children. Uh, so we, <coughs> things, we're uh, we, we're on a roll. Have you got another similar similar sort of size poem that we can crack on with? Yes. Can you hear me? Because I think I've just tried my on my, my microphone. Oh, I thought you were just raising your arm up in the air like a Nazi salute. <laughs> uh, how about um? Ba 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 ba. Ah. That's a very short poem. <laughs> uh, um, all of the TV now is goggle box, isn't it? Because that's all the people can film. I'm not allowed to look at TV. I get too <laughs> excited. Uh, are you aware of what Gogglebox is? Yes. No. Yeah. Okay. It is a it is a, a a show where you have people watching TV and then you're you're in the the eye of the TV and you are looking at the people watching the TV and every now and then you emit noises as if you were a, a TV program and then you capture the souls of the people watching. Oh, that sounds nice. And then you are at home watching this happen and the people who uh, are watching the TV and getting their souls sucked out, their eyes look back at you 
because you were in the eye of the television and they replaced their own souls that have been sucked out by your souls. So what you're saying is there's something Don't on the TV it. that will put its tongue in our souls. Mm. Okay, I'm listening. Okay, so this is a poem about Gogglebox. Why do folks ogle Gogglebox or goggle-eyed and glugging hock? Just like the twits on screen who twaddle on about the guff they goggle. What's he been in? What's she got on? Inanities grind on and on. Their grasp of culture leaves me boggled. Boxing blind on what they goggle. The program runs, the switch is toggled. Genie's let out from his bottle. And all the goggle boxes goggle, goggle boxes being goggled. They're in, they're on the jump. They're in the jungle. Big Brother's watching Sandra Bogle. So Bogle's ogled being watched. And once again on Gogglebox, where others goggle glugging hock, and we all goggle Gogglebox. Except for me, I just will not. In a perfect world, I'd stop the rot, and goggle sprogs would not be coddled, mollified, appeased, or swaddled. I just watch the show and shut your gob. Let entertainment do its job. Don't live treat Lewis, you'll miss the clues. No comments on Tess Daly's shoes. Don't look up the cast on IMDb. No live pausing while you make the tea or just watch if you want to, switch off or switch off. Immerse in a story or Great British Bake Off. Disbelief suspended the fourth wall unbroken and until the credits, nobody has spoken. Then say what you think, not just what you see. But know that it still matters soddle to me. The goggle eye goggle from breakfast to bed. I'm off to do something less boring instead. Ah, nice. Because basically what you're saying there is it's shit. Yeah. Yeah, that would be my poem. Gogglebox. It's shit. Yeah. Ah, there we go. Very brief. You get it said. You get it said. It see, like poetry is all about uh, economy of words. So what you've done there is far superior to my effort. <laughs> Perhaps I could be in a book one day and not just on. What we're going to um, do now is, uh, so th- this is a regular thing of yours, do, do, do you do, do you have many outlets? Because you said you're in books. Uh, yeah, um, I do mainly performance poetry, which much like comedy at the moment is buggered. Yeah. Um, but there are a few online events, so I do them. And um, uh. yeah, I, I, mainly, my, I mainly do like my online stuff myself. I've got um, a channel, Donna Scott on YouTube. See the clip, Donna Scott Comedy. Donna Scott Comedy on YouTube. Yeah. 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 And I've got a podcast. Oh, I've heard podcasts are shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mine's got a really awful name. Oh, yeah, go on. It's the Lemonade Budget for Champagne Social Butterflies. (laughs) Okay. That's nice. It is. Uh, I mean, it's popular and everything. I mean, like, constantly gracing the upper end of the Apple charts for stand-up comedy. Uh, I've so, never you know, appeared on the Apple charts. So you... Yeah. I might be leeching listeners off you at this rate, I think. Um, you might be leeching them. Yeah. I think, like, you know, if, if, if you're looking to get some more listeners, I'd probably say I'm just 
using this as an excuse to steal them off you. Oh. Do you, do you think your I, listeners would like listening to uh, the things that I say? I'm not sure because my, my podcast is aspirational. I'm aspirational, but I have inhalers, so sometimes I'm okay, you know, if I go for a jog and that. That's, that's good. Yeah. So you got you 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 YouTube, you tree, you tree YouTube. You've got Yeah. Yeah, and you've Operation got Operation YouTube. Operation YouTube and you've got a, a podcast called Lemon what? So about lemons. The lemonade budget for champagne social butterflies. It's basically um if you've got sod all and you um don't like to focus on on a on a single theme like your butterfly. Yeah. So uh yeah, that's basically, I'm basically I'm making something out of nothing. That's that's what my show means. Okay. Yeah. So what what you say? It, it, it it's it's for because lemonade's cheap, isn't it? Yeah. And champagne's not. Yeah. But kids like lemonade, so you can give them champagne and trick them. That's what you're saying. I'm yes. out of nothing. Yeah. Yeah. So. I like. Well, have you got? Why well, were Have you got any social media things for them to log on to? You like your Facebooks and your Insta- Instagrams and whatnot. Ooh, my Instagram is Donna underscore wishes underscore Scott. Why? Why did you never put Barry on any of your things? I just don't think people will like it. Uh, I don't know because the, the whole like you know cleaning product you've got going—that's really shifty. Hmm. Well, you know what they say, no man is an island, except for Barry, so... That's true. Mm. Yeah. Are we talking about Barry White? Because he was massive. He is an island, yeah. Or it yeah, was an island. A literal island. When he went swimming, people could stick a flag in him and claim him. He was that big. So it's, it's been lovely having you on, Donna. I do hope one of my deranged listeners wants to come and listen to a bit more of your poetry and then maybe in the future we'll be on the lineup together once all this shit's over and done with yes yes well th- thank you for coming Donna and uh, say goodbye to the boys and girls no no I don't boys and girls no no Go- goodbye to the to the grown-ups I hate well, children fuck you too <laughs>